Welcome to the StoryWorks Podcast, guys. I'm Zach Gosen, your host. And I'm Andrew Hall, your co-host. Davis is sitting across the way, monitoring these beautiful sound waves. He's jingling some keys, <laughs> making some sound waves of his own. Welcome to another episode. We dove into the past this past week. We, we, we watched a, a time machine. We fucking, we, we zipped back. We watched a couple fucking pretty dope period movies. Yeah, man. Very, um, very cool stuff. Not stuff that like uh, I've seen before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's been a while since I've seen anything set in the kind of 17 to 1800s. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> straight up, the last time I saw something in the 1700s, I think, was like in high school when we watched like The Patriot. <laughs> I can't. I can't believe they let us watch the Patriot in high school. It's man. like essentially just like American <laughs> Highlander. It really is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure a dude gets decapitated by a cannonball in um, that movie. I, I think you're right. I think you're right. The teachers just kind of look away for a second. That that shit was crazy. But yeah, no, it's been a second, and we're gonna talk about a couple films that are recent. Pretty recent. One very recent just came out this New year. New release and then a, a little bit of an older film. Yeah. Um, we're going to be talking about Prey, 2022's Prey. The latest installment in the Predator series. Fucking phenomenal. Um, and then after, we're going to have a little conversation about The Revenant, 2015, which uh, really just kind of goes along with, with Prey because Prey's set in the early 1700s. This is the early 1800s, but you kind of have a little cross. It's and it also just has that like naturalistic feeling to it. Yes, that that air of survival. Oh my gosh, 100 percent, man. Yeah, so let's let's start with Prey. Prey just came out. It was kind of under my radar for a second. I didn't really hear anything about it until uh, like maybe two days before you asked if I wanted to watch it with you guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I guess it's because Predator wasn't in the name of the movie itself, which is a really cool choice. Yeah, no, it's it definitely, like, because I remember he, seeing, like, uh, Predators, or I, I didn't see it, but, uh, you know, seeing, like, the trailers for, like, yeah, I think the last installment was, like, Predators. Yeah, well, there's Predators, and then The Predator came out. Oh, yeah, 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 um, yeah A yeah. couple years ago, um, which I didn't do very good. I think Predators at least did better than that. But Okay. See, I, I haven't seen, like, Prey was my first in- installment in the Predator-verse. And I loved that. It's actually, like, the perfect movie to kind of go into if you haven't seen any Predator yeah, movies. Yeah, because it, it, like, it takes place, like, chronologically first. Right? Yeah, which is so <laughs> cool. I was super into that. Um, so yeah, it was kind of under the radar because it, it just didn't scream predator in the title. Um, so, it, and, and also the, the choice to, to have it release on Hulu instead of going straight to a theatrical release. Yeah. Very interesting for a really big franchise like predator, man. Yeah, definitely. A big IP like that. That's kind of crazy. To just, yeah, to just do straight to streaming. Even alien versus predator two was in a theater oof, and that like should have been a straight oof, to sci-fi oof. film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So really interesting choice. Um, nonetheless, I think you should get the fuck on Hulu and watch this shit ASAP. Fan or not of Predator. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you don't really have to know anything about the franchise to watch it's, Prey. It's literally a reintroduction to the franchise itself. So like if you haven't watched it before, it's perfect. And honestly, it's just a really fun kind of action horror movie. Yeah. Like it's it's that survival of like, you know, you're just watching this thing hunt them while they hunt him. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he knows they're hunting him, but they know that he knows that they know. And... He knows that they know. When you, <laughs> if you know, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's it's just a really fun movie. Really fun movie to get a group with. I think this is like a this is a group viewing experience for sure. Oh, definitely. We had a lot of fun having a couple friends over, and um, you know, just getting some snacks and stuff and mm-hmm. watching this. So. Oh yeah, no, it was a really good time. Absolutely. Um, this movie was directed by Dan Trachtenberg. He was known for 
10 Cloverfield Lane mostly. Like that was his last okay. feature film. Okay, I never saw that. Yeah, it's it's actually like a it happens within the Cloverfield universe. Yeah. I, I never, never I was saying I never saw Cloverfield. Yeah. I know that Have that you seen Cloverfield, Davis? No. I know that it's like a big, like a found supernatural footage. found footage horror. Thing. Yeah, yeah. So I saw Clo- I, I saw Cloverfield. Um, but Ten Cloverfield like Lane it. is like pretty different, right? Very different. It's it's like um it's like from what I get out of it, it seems like you're a trapped in a in a house kind of. Get, it's almost like a get out kind of movie. Okay. Yeah, um, I think in the trailers I saw they were in like a bunker or something. Yeah, you're stuck in some kind of bunker. I'm actually really interested in Ten Cloverfield Lane because and like, there's like a, I Cloverfield know there's like another movie in the Cloverfield universe. As that well. was like the Cloverfield paradox yeah, or something. And I hear that that like did not do well. Right. Yeah. It had a lot of hype, but it, I think it. Fell I think flat. it was originally like this in the script or whatever was not originally designed to be a Cloverfield movie. From really. What I, like, from what I like read about it. Wow. And then like in like, the last stages of planning for it or whatever it they decided to slap on the cloverfield did jj abrams just like kick the fucking door down within the last page of the script and be like this is now a cloverfield movie bad robot production <laughs> uh i don't know honestly <laughs> well i'm not super into that like the third installment um 10 cloverfield lane seems really cool because it also seems like Secluded, like it yeah. could almost be its, its own, own thing. thing. Yeah, it's and plus it's got John Goodman in it. I fucking the dude, yes, John Goodman, yeah, and uh, he I, it looks like he gives a great performance. That's one of the reasons I'm I was really interested yeah. in that. You know, in my in my college sound design class, we did a Foley sequence scene from that movie, which oh, is really? really cool. Yeah, it was actually pretty sick. Um, so he did Ten Cloverfield Lane. He he's also done a lot of TV. So um, he's actually directed episodes. Episodes of the boys, a couple oh, here and there. Okay, I think including the pilot. So really, yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. I always love seeing TV directors kind of coming out and get to yeah, stretch onto yeah. the big screen. You know. Did you notice anything like his style that translated from the episodes of the boys? No, I didn't notice like his directing style. Like too, like it didn't feel like it was super distinct. At least in the boys episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um he I I will say I think like he got to spread his director wings a little bit more in a creative with way. This, yeah. With this especially, but he also did a Black Mirror episode. Oh. That's a really big episode, Playtest. I've never Yes. I've never seen He's so this guy direct ooh, this guy directed um Playtest, which yeah, that's my favorite episode I've never of Black seen Mirror. An episode of Black Mirror. You never seen a single one? No, dude. <laughs> dude, no, straight up. Because season three, episode one, is fantastic. Yeah, it's a huge thing on like it's a huge social media commentary. Some of the later on episodes started to fall flat, or like yeah. the same, um, the same, same kind of themes, or same like, themes, yeah, yeah. Black Mirror's really good, man. Yeah, I would oh, yeah, say no, like we could sure. watch season three, episode one, and then this is season three, episode two, playtest. Um, really great like horror episode. Um, I can definitely see some strands from that to like to pray a little bit. I yeah. loved his like style and pray. It was it was beautifully shot. So Oh yeah, no, like I loved the cinematography of Prey. Yeah. The sweeping shots of like the Forests and the Dude, mountains. Yeah. Such is so vividly green. Yeah, like the colors are beautiful. Um, I loved the tr- like the continual like drone shots of the forest that yeah. they do, like the overhead bird's eye view. Oh my gosh! Yes, I love that stuff. In yeah. Prey, yeah. Prey does do practicals. Yeah, it's like a mix of VFX and practical, which I love. Yeah. Because if it's all green screen, it's just not great. They're they're all on location with this, which is beautiful. Which is very, very cool. And you can tell. Um, this was a $65 million production. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, you know, we don't have any box office numbers. I don't, I'm not sure how it can perform. How, I was going to say, I don't know how, like... Going straight to the move, um, like the money side works in terms of like streaming sites like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I can imagine that. It, and I've listened to some interviews. I feel like he's like, 
you can just tell in his voice he's like a little it's like a hit that yeah. it didn't go straight to theaters you know what i mean yeah it's not covid related at this point because it's i mean theaters are open yeah. you know what i mean um any interviews I listened to, he didn't really go into why. I think it mu- it must be a, stu- a studio executive um, decision. Yeah, I wasn't sure if there was something in line because obviously they didn't make this his first film. Right. This. Yeah. Well, this was a six year process Woo! from the time that he Damn. had the, the idea developed, um, and part of that I think was production during COVID, like. Because it, it just takes longer. It, it just takes longer. There's a lot more you have to look out for. Oh, definitely, man. Um, so it was a big product, big project in the making. Um, I think it was all worth it. I mean, six oh, years definitely. pulled together. They yeah. made a great fucking flick. Um, hopefully, it makes the money it needs to. You know, go watch this movie, dude. Definitely. Yeah. You got a Hulu subscription? Check that shit out. Yeah, <laughs> Avatar: Shape, Shape of Water or whatever. Seventeen years. Oh really shit. James yeah. Cameron is like doing somersaults yeah. in anticipation. Oh my god, dude! Yeah. So, can you imagine six years of of development for a project? Then I see that is the. You never change equipment. What do you mean? Like you you're you can't money? upgrade the gear. Yeah. Because like it'll change the. Happens quick, especially in technology. Now. Right. Like, yeah, I'm not sure how long in production they were. Right. Um, I but. A lot of a lot of it was there's was, there's was a good amount of posts, but also a lot of it up front, getting the idea greenlit. Yeah. Um, there's so much to test when it when it's such a big IP like this. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's hard, especially when like the last film before you didn't do Fucked. good yeah. either. Yeah, exactly. So it makes the like the studio execs like way less like open to the to the idea. Yeah, yeah. So, so let's get into this a little bit here. I'm just going to read off a, um, a quick synopsis of the movie. A skilled Comanche warrior protects her tribe from a highly evolved alien predator that hunts humans for sport. Fighting against wilderness, dangerous colonizers, and this mysterious creature to keep her people safe. Andrew, what'd you think about this movie, man? Your first trip into a predator uh, adventure. First step into the predator verse, as it were. Um... I really liked this movie. I thought it was super cool. Um, Because when I first was like, when you first told me about it, I was like, oh, okay. And then I saw like that plot synopsis and I was like, wait, this takes place in the 1700s. Right. And these are just, these are Comanche warriors using like bows and arrows and spears. Fucking tomahawks. And tomahawks. And they're going up against the Predator, which like is a alien from outer space who <laughs> has like like a bunch of different like cool gear oh yeah how do you beat that but yeah so i was just very intrigued to see like well what are they gonna do to this thing was there anything that drew you to this more than like since you've never checked out a predator movie before or just wasn't on your radar before. I I think yeah, it just I it wasn't that I had like a dislike of predator movies or anything like that because I do have in my bedroom uh like a predator skull. Right. Yeah, that's cool as shit. I just have I got it my family and I went to uh Mexico one year and I got it at like a the predator shop. was in Mexico. The predator you was killed there. the predator. I killed him. I killed him and I took his skull. <laughs> I took his fucking head. Um, but no, so I, I, there was a vendor there who was like selling like cow slash like fishbone sculptures. Yeah. And he had made a predator skull. That's pretty sick. And I was like, that's re- I, like, you know, I had never seen the films or anything like that, but I was just like, yeah, that's really cool. So right. I bought it. Uh, and up until, you know, a couple weeks ago, I had been like a poser. Yeah, <laughs> up you until know, just a couple weeks ago. You know what I mean? I I had the skull, but I hadn't seen any of the films or, yeah. or anything like that. Um, Still a cool collectible. Yeah, and I just I guess is there more sentiment to it now? Oh, definitely. That you've seen them for a present. for sure, film? for sure. But yeah, I guess it was just like I just had other movies to watch. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, quickly, like if you don't start with the original, it's like 
then you don't you feel like mm-hmm. you kind of have to go back, and then you have like a backlog to watch. So yeah, that's why this is a that's why this is I keep saying it, it's the perfect reentry into the series. That's yeah. Why. How did I mean? So I mean, I talked about how I felt about it. How did you feel about it being? You've seen like the first Predator movie, right? Yeah, dude. I was so hyped when I like was finally learning that this existed. Yeah. Because like I saw the poster on Hulu or whatever. I was like, Prey, okay. Didn't say Predator. So, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't you look into it. You just see like the chick with like the She's green got, She had blood. the green blood, but like I didn't. But you, you're not immediately gonna. I didn't make that connection right off the bat. Right. So I was like so excited. Um, as soon as I heard Predator in the 1700s, I was like, huh? And it huh? was like Comanche tribes huh? fighting them. I was like, are you fucking me right now? Holy shit. <laughs> very, very insane. And it, it delivered. What a concept, yeah. It delivered on so many fronts. Um, it just felt so much like the first one, but better. Yeah. I'm say it. Oh, he I said it. I liked it better. He said it. You know, I watched um, these Predators movies when I was like younger. Mm-hmm. I definitely watched them when I was younger, so I've always had this like fascination with them. Yeah. Um, and yeah, this just kept it going. Like I kind of fell off after Predators. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch the the Predator. I was just kind of like, eh. Okay. Okay. Something about bringing it back like this and in this way just it made it work so well. It almost feels like for a me. soft reboot of sorts or something. Yeah, exactly. And nostalgia too, but also it's so different. I mean, this is a. They shot this movie twice essentially during production. Once in English. Yes. And they also, there's a full Comanche dub, which is like the coolest shit I've ever heard. Yeah, no. And it's, it's the first film to do that. That's awesome. Because, I mean, like, the main character is Comanche. She's from a yeah. Comanche tribe. And they often, like, in the sh- in the movie, at least the version that we watched, yeah. uh, they all speak English, but then they'll throw in Comanche words right. into their speech. Yeah. It's like kind of half and half. Yeah. Um. So there, it gives you a kind of like disconnect almost. It does, most definitely. It rips you. It kind of rips you out of your immersion. In I the felt moment. the same way. Yeah. Um. So like, I definitely want to check the movie out again when the Comanche dub is like. So out. you know what I found out? Is it out? It was already available. Ah! Yeah, I know, dude. Quick setting. Yeah, I thought it was like I'll die. Right I, now. I thought I was listening to an interview, and I thought it was like something that they were still like working on. Rolling but no, out. they did it on. Oh, on well, site. then we'll just have to watch it again. Yeah, like straight up, because like that was my only complaint with the movie the whole time, and that's not even like a fault on them because they they immediately remedied it. Remedied it, you know. Yeah, they're I mean? like, oh yeah, no, we do have a. Yeah, and they're like, oh no, no, we we did this for sure. So because <laughs> like yeah, you just get kind of pulled out of that immersion because it's a very immersive mm-hmm. experience. Because they like the Frenchmen, they spoke French. All yeah, speak the French. trappers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I feel like it would be really fucking good. Like, yeah, oh, I, I feel like it would be 100% immersion because they shot on location. Yes. You were right there in the forest with them. Um, the costumes were accurate. The the war paint. Um, it was just, they put you fully in that. So to be 100% in that, speaking the language, oh yeah, no. that's just going to make your experience 10% better. I meant to say 100% better. <laughs> 10%. Plus 90%. Plus 90%. So, yeah, how'd you feel about the the character performances? How'd you like the main character? I liked the main character. Um, She was very, very cool. Uh, I liked her dog. Oh, my God. She had a dog. Dude, it was a, he was like a a saved, like a rescued animal. Yeah. The story of the pup, we love that shit. We love that. But yeah, she's like this... You know, hunter gatherer type who wants to become a hunter. Very she, disinterested in yeah, the role like of the she's female. Like, yeah, she's like the gatherer type, and her brother uh-huh. is a hunter, and she wants to be a hunter as well. Yeah. Uh, Gathers angrily. Yeah, she's a really good like tracker. Amber like the best tracker. Amber Mid Thunder's her name. Okay. Um, and yeah, she played Naru. Naru. Yeah, very very cool character i liked that she just was she felt very you know sure of what she wanted to do and her purpose and everything just a really like strong character very strong very refined um she's very out to prove herself yeah you know what i mean definitely uh because 
she's not really she wants to be accepted as a hunter in her village and it's just not it's just not there it's just just not happening go back you're a healer right exactly and that's something really cool about her is that she has the healing aspect. Very cool. We, you know, she kind of finds ways to fight yeah, the predator yeah. in that way. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where it makes her the only person capable of taking this yeah, enemy definitely. on, which is super fucking cool. Very, very interesting, like, concept. Absolutely. Um, Dakota Beavers as Tabe, her brother. Her brother, yeah. Um who who uh, becomes the war chief after that after he pretty much takes her kill. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when they're um doing their their uh, ritual hunt. Yeah. Um I did love him though. I did no, love his character. No, he's he's a very cool dude. He uh you know, he's like a big brother. Yeah. type. Um he definitely does kind of steal her thunder. That part sucked. Which sucks. Only part I didn't like. But then he goes out and helps her. He does. Yeah. Um, definitely gets redeemed. Yeah, definitely. Um, just a very interesting dynamic between the two of them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at the beginning, it's a lot of like back and forth between the two of them. Yeah. Um, but they really do form a bond throughout the movie, which oh, is really sure. nice to see. Yeah, we love we love the familial bonds being tightened. Absolutely. Um. How much should we get into like before we do some spoiler stuff? <laughs> I feel like we might want to talk a little bit of spoilers on this one. We can go a little bit in. Because I uh you wanna talk, I wanna talk about You wanna talk, I wanna about, talk about, about it? You right, you're right. That's true, it's true. Plus, so I mean, it's not like this movie isn't streaming. Right. Like you could <laughs> you could literally pause, pause and the, go watch pause it. the pod, go watch the movie, come back and listen. Do it up. <laughs> all right so yeah we're gonna get into some spoilers it's spoiler time dude the predator was so fucking cool in this movie dude no he was dope um it's a different design than what we've seen i was gonna say he's normally is like armored up yeah super armored up yeah because that's what i was expecting yeah when i went in i was like this dude is like a space traveler Bounty hunter from mm-hmm. space who is like all armored up and he's got like wrist rockets and swords and shit. I'm like, what are they gonna do? Right to that with a bow and arrow or a, a spear with like a rock head on it. God damn, <laughs> dude! I know, right? Um, but no, this dude. I don't know if maybe he just is giving them like a fair chance or something like that but he like i feel like it's just about that hunt you know what i mean yeah like it's because he's wearing like nothing right he's got his he's got his helmet he's got like his helmet his like wrist guns Mm -hmm. and like blades but that's it like he's not really wearing like any chest armor or like leg armor really he's open dude um so he's susceptible to arrows and spears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Uh, I really liked that because it's like an open challenge, you know. And that's just it's all. I think that's kind of that what it is about. too. Is yeah. that he's like, you know, he I'm lives here to fight, for the, motherfucker. Yeah, he lives for Take the, your shirt the off. thrill of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's the whole thing. Um, but this is definitely a more primal version of the predators we've seen. Like, like I yeah. feel like. See, I don't have like the right insight into the other predators. That yeah, like met. even in the first one, you know, he's got more armor. He's he's more geared up. Yeah. Um, but they're also, I feel like they're more careful. Like predators will have moments within movies where they like they'll throw their shit down and just go balls to the wall to fight. Yeah. But I feel like this one is in that mode all the time. He's just ready. He's just like. I'll fucking fight a bear right now. No, literally, he fights I, a bear. I, That's I like, loved those scenes. Yeah. of... You're watching, like a mouse in a in grass get yeah. eaten by a snake. Yes, who is then eaten by or who is the then predator, yeah, yeah? It tries to like bite the cloaked predator, and he just grabs it and just skins it. Yeah, dude. He sees you know a fish get eaten by a bear, and then he fights the bear. That scene is so fucking cool, man. And just gets drenched in his blood. Oh my god, that shit was baller. It's dope. It's it, he 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 just doesn't give a fuck and Talk he just about he just wants to, he literally is just looking for the strongest thing to fight. Like and as soon as he kills the strongest thing in sight, he's like 
Where's the next? Literally scanning the area. Oh, my God. He's like, if you're not a threat, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, for real. So his gear in this was really cool. Yeah. Um, the shield was super cool. It gave me God of War vibes. Yeah. From the most yes, recent God yes. of War. The way he was like cutting heads off and shit. Yeah, and the way that it, it does the same thing. The it spins spiral. out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that was fucking sick. Usually his um, shoulder, you know those lasers? Yeah. I feel like that's usually more of a gun. It's not like spears like that. Yeah, you think he like I so that's kind of what I'm saying really is cool. like he like adapted his technology to the be like theirs kind of. Yeah. Like either that or or, or the maybe the predators just were... yeah, they weren't that technologically advanced yet. They right. were 200 years behind. Just weird that they'd be like space traveling with no armor. Yeah. No, I totally <laughs> feel that. But yeah, I I I feel like it's the vibe we were talking about where this dude found Earth. He's the first predator to find Earth. He's like what do we got, I mean, boys? yeah, it, and it's crazy, because he shows up, he just kind of, like, crash lands, I think. Yeah. Because she, like. she sees the ship at the beginning of the movie just, like, yeah, smoking, going down. Mm-hmm. And she takes that as her sign that it's time to become more than just a gatherer. Yeah, for <laughs> real, yeah. It's like, it's fucking go time. We get a lot of crazy scenes in this man. I just the the French trapping scene, dude. Like the burnt forest. Yeah. That is an incredible fight sequence. Just all those Frenchmen, dude. And he's just hopping from tree to tree. He's taking hits too, man. Like Yeah, no, he definitely gets getting... tagged a couple times. Yeah, that's the cool thing about this. Cuz at one point he breaks off and then it like shows him like yeah, bandaging his wound. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, what did you think about the the ending, is the demise? I thought it was very cool. Yeah. Um, I loved the Chekhov's uh swamp. Yeah. Area. Yeah. Like the the quicksand. Yeah. How did you how did you realize that pretty quickly that they I, were getting close? No, to No, I mud I pit didn't realize that they were in the mud pit. Like yeah. that they were there until he was in the pit, and I was like, oh. Fuck. Yeah, I love how they wrapped the movie around like that. I was like, we're here. Yeah, dude. I heard that filming that scene was fucking awful. Yeah, having to jump in that like nine times because you have to keep doing retakes. I don't know why, but the director said it smelt terrible oh, in no. the pit. I'm like, and people got to jump in this that can't pit. Be, that can't be good. He's like, we dug it ourselves. We, we, dug we it filled ourselves. it up. I don't know why, but it really fucking stank. Mm, ew, <laughs> ew. Now get in there for take eight. <laughs> so fuck. But the look of her having to seriously get out of that—I mean, that was such a tense scene. Yeah, it's effective. I mean, it looks. She's like throwing the tomahawk with chain. Yeah. Also, that's so fucking sick. That that her that's her like weapon that she. She made. was like, "Look, man, I might not be able to, you know, throw an axe." Super accurately, yeah. But if I got the chain, tomahawk it, it with don't chain, matter. baby. <laughs> yeah, dude. Joey Wheeler voice, kunai with chain. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, that was a very dope invention of hers. Oh my god! Yeah, dude. And yeah, it definitely she's saved her, her own life. ways to fight back, dude. Very very cool. Yeah. See. Um. So I loved the end of this movie. Uh, I thought they they capped it off perfect. It's always cool to see like. How are they going to do it? How are they going to fucking get this thing? I loved seeing her, like, learn how to use a pistol. Yeah. <laughs> the, Dude, the was, Frenchman. Like a, was his leg off his leg or was, something? His leg was, like, completely cut off. Yeah, dude. And, Jesus. Uh, he was like, oh, if you help me, if you save me, I'll tell you how to use that pistol. Yeah. And then like, he tells right. her, and then she just gets up and leaves him. Yeah, dude, that shit's fucking funny. Of course. Fuck the French. <laughs> he said it. He said it. Alienating an entire country in, in <laughs> three words. <laughs> We're, talk- <laughs> We're talking about seven. Disclaimer, the French in the 1700s in, in America. Fuck the French and pray is what I was going to say, guys. Everybody just caught me off before I said fuck the French and, and pray and pray the movie. I love the French. 
Son of a bitch. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say baguettes, but that would make it worse or something. (laughs) That's awful. Anyway. So so what what would you give Prey, my man? Out of 10. Out of 10. I'd probably give it like a 8. Like a strong 8. Strong 8. I think I'm going to go right there with you. I think it's a really fun watch, and I think it's rewatchable, too. Oh, definitely. I think it's very consumable, um, which might be part of the reason why they streamed it, honestly. You know, you might be right, um, because you can watch it and then just have people over the next night and watch it again. Yeah. Run those numbers up. Mm-hmm. Watch Prey. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so definitely go check that shit out. I really enjoyed it. Um, after we watched that, it just kind of had us in a period mode, you know what I mean? Like going back we were, to period pieces. Yeah, in that kind of older era, kind of survival-y feel to it. Right. So, uh, and, you know, bears. There's a big bear scene in this movie, and there I was like. There is a big bear scene. Dude, have you, I, I looked at Andrew and I said, have you ever seen The Revenant? And I said, oh, that's the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio, right? No, I haven't. And the bear. (laughs) Everybody just, if you haven't seen it, you at least know there's a bear in it. (laughs) The the bear fight. Uh, So we decided to check The Revenant out. I've only seen it once. I had never seen it, and I was like, oh, this is the movie that got him an Oscar. What's all the fuss about? Right, right. Um, This movie blew me away. Wonderful movie. Yeah, like the first time I watched it, I I mean I was just mesmerized. It's insane. Um, the way it was shot, um, all like the long cuts. Yeah, and it goes along with prey in the immersive factor. Yeah, I mean this is a really immersive film, and it was a very very immersive experience for the crew. Yeah. Um, filming in the cold like that. I mean this is. It, it, I, I've seen a lot of interesting conversations between the director and some of the cast about really getting in the environment and getting into the characters' heads and what it was like to yeah. have to survive in those harsh conditions in the early 1800s. It probably had to suck, dude. if I had to guess. Like, Leonardo DiCaprio always seems so proud of it, but then, like, there's so much pain in his eyes when he's talking about... <laughs> He's like, yeah, nine, 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 nine months. It took we nine months. <laughs> we were out there in the cold. Nine months. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, he deserved that Oscar, dude. He worked his ass off. <laughs> um, so, just for anybody who maybe doesn't know about the Revenant, I feel like most people would. But here's a little synopsis. Um, the Revenant describes frontiersman Hugh Glass's experiences in 1823 which is based on the 1915 poem, The Song of Hugh Glass. That's like a real dude. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, man. And it's like mostly legends, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like mostly legends about him. Um, this man who like survived a vicious bear attack. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alejandro was like super drawn to that. Um, they talk about how it's a very, I mean, it's a revenge story. It's a oh, very yeah, simple story. Sure. Uh, the script wasn't super meaty or anything no, like that. but it didn't have to be. Exactly, and that was how, like, that was their view on it. They they really, they had a lot of conversations about going into the elements and, and feeling this story out once they get there. Yeah. A okay. lot of it happened on site. Okay. Which is really, like, it's a really unique experience. We're improving this movie? Yeah, I mean, like... I don't know to what degree that they were filling things in, but just from the way that they were talking, they were like, this may seem bland now, but it's going to really come It'll together. It'll fill itself out once we're there. E- yeah. Exactly. No, I get that. Um, which is really cool. Oh, um, for sure. Could you imagine like working on something in these conditions? So imagine, imagine, I mean, it's, it's winter, dead winter. Um, sub freezing temperatures. Um, no, you're you're wake. <laughs> no, you're waking up at the ass crack at of dawn, like three thirty a.m. And you're rehearsing until you get your hour and a half of golden daylight hour, and then you have an hour and a half to shoot. And you've seen you've seen the Revenant, right, Davis? No, damn it, bro. 
We got to, man. Yeah. You've seen those these battle sequences yeah, that are man. like one shot. Yeah. If you so fuck it up, you have to like take an entire extra day. Yeah. They're doing rehearsal and choreography all day to get that one the shot. One take, yeah. Wait, are you describing the US Army or the Red Sea? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's it's fucking crazy. A lot of them talk about how theatrical it was in that way. Oh, for that sure. That you're rehearsing yeah. all those movements and, and the really intense choreography of it all. Well, yeah, when you have those huge scenes, man, with yeah. all those people in it, it it gets to be almost like a theater number at times. Absolutely, man. Yeah, I mean, I just hats off to them, man. They deserved every award oh, that they for got. Sure. They worked everybody, hard. Yeah, everybody who was a part of that cast and crew. Yeah. Hats off to him. I know there's a lot of stories going around when it was released about people dropping out and, and like, being I mean, just done a, with it, which like, everybody has said, too. It's understandable. Dude, yeah, you're working in insane conditions. There's yeah. a man who gets dragged through the snow naked by horse for, like, 200 meters. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio ate a bison liver. Like, it was his live For first real. reaction. He throws up. It's <laughs> fucked up, dude. It's so fucked. Um, yeah, I dev- he, he deserved his Oscar for that. It was such a great performance. I mean, there's not even that much dialogue. It's a lot of, I'm grunting Just, yeah. because I'm dying. You see, it's a lot of acting in the An hour eyes. and a half of this movie. Yeah, straight up. Very facial. Dude. <laughs> The scene where like he's watching, yeah, it yeah, happen, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Just, the pivotal plot point, and he's like foaming at the mouth, but dude, he can't move. Yeah, that shit. Is, oh my god, crazy. Um, I I didn't bring this up yet, but the director Alejandro Gonzalez in Yuritu, um, he won best director and best picture for The Revenant. Hey, so that was that. a fucking double. And the year before. You heard of Birdman? No. You've never heard of Birdman? I don't think so. Oh, we should do a Birdman episode because I haven't like I've heard of it, but I haven't I had the time it. to see it myself. It's a it's Michael Keaton, right? Okay. It's a film about uh, a movie star who played a major comic book character in the past. Okay. And he has like a dying career that he is. It's like a it's like a drama comedy. He's like okay. he's like desperately trying to revive his career. Through this character, okay, and it becomes okay. a whole like, is this character haunting him thing? Like, oh, all right, all right. He's all like right. putting his life in array. He's like almost thinking about doing a theatric, like it's Broadway. I think he's trying to do Birdman on Broadway. It just it's t- literally it Batman. Him. Yeah, <laughs> it's literally okay. Batman and Michael yeah, Keaton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the way that I look at it. Uh-huh. So it's like the perfect Michael Keaton role. And this movie was shot. Birdman was shot to look like all one shot. Oh, that's it's one of those like where it all flows like that, and the Revenant's almost like that. It has those incredibly long takes, all those big long tracking shots. Yeah, Birdman won Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Original Screenplay. Oh, jeez, it's a triple threat. Yeah, so we dude, we gotta watch. We gotta watch Birdman. I'm down. Um, Birdman episode incoming sometime. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so. To to win three Oscars and then the next year, win, the next year win two and win then have two. your lead actor win best actor. Amazing, dude! Like that's so incredible. I can't imagine uh, how that felt. Um, Accomplished, probably. Yeah, and I mean, like, <laughs> they're they're both. What's the word? It's like a big aspiration to do these kind of things. Like the oh, one shot yeah. look for Birdman. That's hard to do. Oh, definitely. Um. These long takes and these conditions and this restrained time, that is fucking hard to do. Oh, yeah. Um, but it pays off because it's, I mean, it's an amazing, it's, it's it a, adds so much really, to it. It really does. Um, what do you have any other like general thoughts kind of on the movie before we start talking a little bit more about characters and stuff? Um, I just, I really liked the. Like the dichotomy between uh, the characters of the movie, and yeah. like the um, representation of uh, different races in the film. Because right. I mean, like Glass is 
son is Native American. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then that clashing with John Fitzgerald, Tom Hardy's yeah, character. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, really great stuff between that. I mean, it's like it's very tense. The ca- dude, yeah, no, it's it's very period accurate. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, <laughs> we'll say that. dude. We'll say that. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, I but yeah, no, I just loved. Like I said, um, the cinematography is just so good. Yeah, they get you. They really make you feel like you're there. Like it's 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 like you're somebody looking over. Yeah, huge, you're like, like well, yeah, you're over shoulder the, the whole time. Yeah, you know dude. what I mean? It's like you're right there with him. Um, and these these incredible battle sequences just feel like you're in the battle when they shoot it that way. Yes, I've always felt like that when they do these long takes, like Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. the Northmen's village um, siege village scene raid. that we yeah, talked yeah, about. Yeah, it just puts you right fucking there, and it makes it that much more effective. Yeah. No, um, I love I love those long shots. And when he, when he's just like crawling on the ground from recovering, and you're just right there with him, you're right down yeah. on the ground. Yeah, dude. It very good stuff. I I love that. I love that you're just following him that entire journey. Like yes. That. It's just seeing him, yeah, heal from his wounds is just unreal. Like seven, like it's so much, dude. <laughs> he goes through so much. It's crazy. Uh, it's. Did you ever? So here's a good question. Did you ever feel like it dragged? Because this is a long movie. This is what two and a half hours. It is, that's the maybe thing, more. Yeah, it is a long movie, but no, I don't really think the script dragged. Good, good. I or like or like the film dragged rather. I yeah. think that like. Any slow moments that the movie had were essential to, like... Because, I mean, were you expecting him to, like, recover from a bear attack in, like, a day? With no modern medicine, right? Yeah, you're in the 1800s, man. And it's what? It's like a nine-minute attack sequence. Yeah, no, it's like like a big fight that goes on for... like He he gets, like, absolutely demolished. It's like you can feel those claws no, on his like, back. No, like that's what I'm saying. Dude. Like you were talking about, like how the film feels like you're right there with him. Oh, that bear God. scene is like terrifying. When he's going for the gun, you're like, don't, 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 don't do it. Like if it's there's ever, if there's ever a thing to like make you be afraid of bears, it's this scene of bears. I was of, already, of I was already scared of bears, <laughs> and then I saw the revenant, and then it made you I'm fucking horrified, yeah, of bears, deathly dude. terrified. That's why I was scared when the predator killed a bear. I'm like, he killed a bear. No, no. I can't kill a bear. I can't kill a bear. <laughs> Bears are fucking scary, dude. They're Anyways. huge, man. <laughs> but <laughs> do you know when you see the cubs, he go he comes around the bend and you see the bear cubs and then you're like he's like wait no. a second. And then he just turns and it's running at him immediately. God. Oh, my fucking god, dude. Um I've had nightmares about bears <laughs> running at me. Hate that shit. But yeah, no. I think that like the slow moments of the movie were essential to like show his recovery. Absolutely. And stuff like that. It's like there's slow moments sometimes, but it's like you're just seeing his grueling process. You know yes. what I mean? You're just, you're right there with him. Um, yeah. So I think we'll, we'll talk a little bit of spoilers, kind of going into some stuff. Getting um, into spoiler time. What did you think about? Tom Hardy's performance and and his end that he met. So we haven't really we haven't talked about like what the revenge. I hate Fitzgerald. <laughs> he's such a piece of shit, dude. He sucks. He's the, the, he's like the exact opposite. The of absolute glass. worst person. Yeah. Um, he's just like scum. He's just in it for the money. One hundred percent. Like literally, like and yeah, you said they're like he's like the inverse of glass. Literally at the beginning of the movie when they're attacked by um what is it, the the re? Is that what they're the called? re, yeah, the re are hunting them down. Um Glass tells everybody to just leave the pelts and get on the boat. He's like, Save your lives, get on the boat. Yes. And then Fitzgerald is we like grab the pelts. It comes over to him and there's 
Grab the belt. That's a one shot, isn't it? Yeah. I felt like it was because you're like, you weave from glass, no, you go is. over to him, and he's, yeah. What the fuck are y'all doing? Grab the belts. Yeah. That'd be Davis. <laughs> no. He'd be like, I'm getting my money from Fitzgerald this Fitzgerald is all about the bag, man. Yeah. <laughs> he chases the sack. Literally. That's literally. No, that's him. He's that's like, him. That's him. <laughs> it's him and his posse who follows him that yeah. are holding pelts. It's like, he, dude, we already. Made it here. <laughs> 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 you want this to stop us? <laughs> Dude. I want let's let's just edit Davis in to yes. the Revenant yes. as Tom Hardy's yes. character. Oh my god. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> Pick that shit up, man. You Come on. And then yeah, they the pelts that they save, they end up having to store away anyways. And yeah. he's like, "Oh, fucking great, dude. You're telling me I have to hide this shit and hope it's still here?" Yeah, he's so <laughs> He's just fucking pissed the whole time, dude. He's just a Um, but no, I mean, Tom Hardy is wonderful. He does amazing. That's the thing. Like if you're if you are able to like create a character that like I dislike this badly. Yeah. Uh, you're doing a really good job at it. Right. No, they <laughs> that make means you're, you That means you're performing him. your job correctly. You're doing a good job. Yeah, most good definitely. Good job, Tom Hardy. <coughs> His, like, accent that he had going on was, like, great in yeah. that movie. Yeah, Um. Really fucking loved seeing Will Poulter in this. Is that... Uh, that's, like, the younger guy. That's kind of... that that. Um, yeah, Fitzgerald the dude is kind from, of manipulating. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. The dude from Where the Millers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's cool to see him in something like. Have you seen Where the Millers? Serious. It's the <clears> kid <throat> from like the the son from Where oh, the Millers. Right, he he. Like he's like that nerdy kid. Yeah. He's, he's in the Revenant. <laughs> and he's he's really good in no, it. No, yeah, man. he does a really good job. Uh, Dom Domino Gleason. Oh yeah, Domino Gleason. Yeah, he yeah. he was awesome in it. Yeah, General Hux. <coughs> General Hux. Yeah, that was like my first introduction to him. I didn't recognize him from anything else until I knew him as General Hux. Yeah, and then I started seeing him, and he's a great actor. See, I didn't. I see. First thing I saw him in was Star Wars. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. yeah, seeing him in the Revenant, he did so good. Yeah, dude. Oh my God, I love him. He's great a king. character. He's a king. I love him. Yeah, Captain. <sighs> He didn't want to leave him. He didn't want to leave him. And then he leaves Fitzgerald with him. Like, that's one thing where I was like, you're going to leave Fitzgerald with him. Like, the dude who you already know doesn't like him. And the dude who's, like, racist towards all Native Americans. And there's a Native American son involved. He's already already acted uh, racist towards him openly before that. Yeah, no, like, to the point, so, like, he's, he... Is like intentionally goading Glass's son to make him like lash out. Oh my god. So he god. can just call him like a savage. Dude. All you need to do is blink if you want me to end it right here. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, this fucking bear attack, man. Yeah. Is insane. And then he just he manages to kill this fucker. <clears throat> fucking insane, dude. And then the bear's like on him, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. He's just being crushed by this bear, oh and god. then the gang shows up. And they're like, "Oh, you shouldn't have shot." Yeah, because the re- oh, now the, the re is going to be crawling all, be over all over us. You should have just killed it with your knife. Yeah. Okay. As he's like, got Cannot his talk. like he can't talk. His chest is ripped apart. His back is ripped apart. His shoulders are ripped apart. His face is all clawed up. Oh God. And yeah, he can like barely breathe. It's so bad, dude. Like I like I watched it and I was just like, there's no way. Like, there's no way that you can survive this. You can't do it. It's not possible. Narrator voice. <laughs> yeah. It was possible. It was indeed possible. Um It's like the spirit of vengeance, dude. Dude, no, literally, he becomes a revenant. Straight up. Um yeah, just the fact that like they have to leave him behind, otherwise they'll all die. Yeah, dude. Um, um, Will Will Poulter's character was like, he was trying to stay behind. To hey, he was like all in for it. He and was like, I'll stay with. He was like, like, I'll stay with his son, and you know, it's yeah. all good. And then and then the captain was like, oh well, then we'll need one more since you're a kid, right? And then Fitzgerald was like, I'll do it for more for money. Yeah, literally. And then 
uh, Will Poulter and Fitzgerald's son were like, yeah, you can have our shares. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, God. He's like, all right, then. Yeah, and then, yeah, he just is... The entire what, like, he's like he's like oh we'll, we'll make sure he gets a proper burial. Oh, it's so fucked up. And yeah, he just looks at glass and it's just like, go ahead, blink if you want me to end it for you. He's dude, it's so it's he's like acting like all sentimental. Yeah, he's, he's like oh favor. you know it's it's just you know he can't like glass can't move. He can't say literally anything. can't make any motions he's or like anything. Trying to talk. And he gives him like the impossible, like you know, yeah. You have you already have your eyes open. Blink for me if you want me to kill you. Like he, like what? He's gonna hold his eyes open forever. Yeah, that's so. Because he tries to, I and know. he's literally like, "Now go on, blink." It's so fucked up. It's like here's your choice, but and it's then not he, a and, you know, and then he blinks because he has to. What do you think that is? Do you think that's Fitzgerald just trying to like, Be in some fucked up way? Do you think he's convincing himself? himself? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because it's like, yeah, I don't know, man. I think that's his way. Because I mean, I don't think he believes in God, no, or anything like that. So no. it's just him, very narcissistic guy. Yeah, because I mean, because he even says like, you know. I'll help you meet God or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's just him rationalizing it in his head so that he has like a story. He sounds right. more believable when he tells the story. Exactly. He's fucking trash. Uh, but then, unfortunately, uh, as he's trying to carry this out, uh, his son appears, uh, Glass's son. Mm-hmm. Shows up. That's Forrest Goodluck. He plays Hawk. Yeah, yeah, Hawk. Hawk appears and uh, immediately starts calling out for help because, you know, he mm-hmm. sees this dude trying to kill his dad. And uh, Fitzgerald kills Hawk. Fucking piece of shit, dude. Because he won't stop screaming. Yep. And then he hides the body. And, like, Glass can see the whole thing happen. Yeah, that's the scene that I'm like, that's where he's like foaming at the mouth. Just watching it. Like crying. Oh my God, dude. Really, really crazy shit. Um, and that's when the survival tale begins. Yeah. That's, that's when, when it's him that's versus. That's when the revenge yeah. starts to form. And then Will Poulter comes back to the camp and is like, oh, where'd, where'd Hawk go? Yeah. Fitzgerald is just like, oh, I think he either, if the Reed didn't kill him, he must have just fucking left. Yep. Maria are coming, pack up your shit, let's yeah, go. Yeah, they sleep for a little bit, and then he gets up, wakes yeah. him up, and is like, oh, the rear are coming, we have to go. We can't take glass with us. We have, And then Poulter's like, what? Like, what? <laughs> we have to give him a proper burial. Yeah. We were paid to give him a proper burial. We said we would give him a proper burial. And he's like, all right, cool. And he's still alive. And then Fitzgerald's just like, all right, cool. Grab his legs. And takes him to like the open grave yeah. that he started digging. Uh-huh. And tosses him in alive and starts burying him. Dude, it's so fucked up. And basically, He's like... He's so, like, pissed about it, too. Like, he didn't want to do it. Yeah. And, like, basically forces Will Poulter's character to come with him. Right. I mean, he's, like, a little... He literally, like, like forces him to become an accomplice and then... Yeah. Like, aid and abet him. It's <laughs> fucked up, man. And it's like, what's he gonna do? You know, it's like that. At that point, he's still not fully that onto insane, it. Insane, like power dynamic. Exactly. Yeah. Manipulation. He's like, what are you gonna do without me out here? Yeah. Much. Like, can you make it back? Uh, um. So they have a. That's that's where their dynamic starts. Um, Jim Bridger and and Fitzgerald's. Kind Bridger, of, yeah, yeah, Mr. Bridger. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's his name. So that's when that they have a really crazy power dynamic kind of. They, so they leave him, but yeah. Bridger leaves his uh, water canteen with them. Yeah. Uh-huh. I love that. Which turns out to be a pivotal uh, yes. Chekhov's, Chekhov's canteen. Yeah, dude. That was awesome. So then there's a lot of um, just really going through this this survival journey with Leo. I mean, he just wakes yeah. up. He just gets up and starts. That's the moment where he gets the line, I fucking, I died already. Yeah. I'm yeah. not afraid to die. I've done that already. My man is literally just like crawling. Yeah. 
finding any nutrients that he can fucking eat. Like until anything. he gets like a walking stick mm-hmm. and he starts like hobbling. Yep. Oh my god. They really take dude. you through it, man. He like, gets his one like Indian friend at, at one point. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's still kind of a little bit farther. I mean, he finds that bear pelt, right? And then he's still like Yeah. He takes the bear pelt yeah. and that becomes his like cloak. Yeah. I think he takes that bear because I think that bear pelt is from the bear that he killed. Right. Okay. Gotcha. I think so. That would make sense. Yeah. Um so yeah. He gets that cloak and it just becomes his like cape yeah, dude, yeah he becomes like this the the spirit of this bear <laughs> fucking christ that's so awesome <laughs> very yeah, very cool um so he's got some misadventures kind of as he's making yeah his way he meets back. he meets like a, a native american from the same tribe as his that his wife was from yeah they have a nice little like they a, have just... a little uh he saves him yeah literally the the pawnee yeah. guy saves him uh, and then he gets killed by the French again. Or no, it's not the French, but uh, I think it is. Is it? it the French or is it? It's the 1800s. It might still be the French. I can't remember. We watched two movies. I think the French were in it again. It's always the French. I feel like it's a thing in the past. <laughs> <laughs> Just in the past. Um, but yeah. No, it definitely is is the French. That's what I they thought. Have, They're fur trappers, right? They have yeah, they have signs up. Yeah. Yeah. That are in French. Um Does he get on a horse after that to get out of there? Yeah. So he's like horseback and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is when he starts gets his That's when he drops the canteen. Yes. Yes. And then that yeah, oh my god. I love when they find the canteen. Yeah, Fitzgerald's they bring, they, face. The the Frenchman like runs into the town after because like all the crew make it back. Yeah, and then a French dude runs into town and is like, "Whoa, we've all all of my men have been killed." Yeah, uh, and then he's got a he's got the canteen on him. Yeah, and Bridger's like, "Where did you get this? Yeah, what the fuck? What's that?" And uh, then you know everybody tr- looks at Fitzgerald. <laughs> yeah, the truth comes out. Um, and then yeah, they f- he they he gets found. Uh, Glass does gets brought back. Um, Bridger gets like arrested. Fucking sucks, man. He gets like beat, I do. He I gets really beat up by the him. captain, and I feel terrible for him. Yeah, Glass even says like you know the kid didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Uh, and then the captain and. Glass go out after uh, Fitzgerald. Yeah. Yep. And um, we get that final confrontation. I really liked the um, the scene that um, Henry and and Glass have. Like once Glass makes it back, you see how fucked up he looks. When how they're like sitting his there. lips are and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, damn, dude. And that's yeah. Then that's when they uh, agree to go and hunt him down. Fucking. And they do. We'll rest in peace, Henry, dude. Right. They decided to. He My scalped man. him, man. Yeah. Fitzgerald scalped him. Fitzgerald scalped him in order to make it look like Native yeah. Americans killed him. So fucked, man. He is like scummy beyond belief. Like he's got, he's like two steps ahead. No, we hate this dude. And then Glass finds him anyways. Oh yeah. That um, the knife struggle. Dude. Lives rent free in my head forever. It's so good. And then the the re show up. Yeah, dude. They're just like on the other side of the river. Yeah. Glass just like beats the shit out of They're just like watching Gerald and then like kicks him downstream over to him. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. I forgot about that actually. And then he gets scalped. Yup. He had already almost been scalped before. He's got that like scar. Yeah. That's like where his like you get what you kind of racism deserve. comes from. Yeah. Shit, man. What an insane movie. I yeah. I, I mean, I fucking loved it. What? It's like a nine. I was gonna say that's like a that nine might, and a half, like ten. It might be nine point five or ten. Like that's. I think I'll just give it a ten. There to be is. honest, I'm just it's, gonna give it's it. It's really, a 10. really good, man. I feel like it deserves it. 
and it, that's the second time I've watched it, and on rewatch, it was it just as fantastic. It, yeah. Right. Definitely check that shit out. So it was a we cool, it. cool pairing of movies today. I, yeah. I, I enjoyed kind of watching these kind of close together. It's a, it's an interesting double feature. We've reemerged into the present from our time machine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're back. We made it back. So uh, next week we're going to be talking about revenge tales. Yes, the revenge trope um, going along with. I mean, we've talked about the Northmen and now this, so we've talked about a, a couple couple revenge flicks already. Yeah, but I want to kind of dive in. We're gonna do our own lists. You're gonna Ooh. give me your five. I'm gonna do my five. We're gonna compare and contrast. Yeah. So um, the revenge tale is just a big thing. Um, it's through not all just media. you know movies. No, yeah, we're not. I'm not trying to just do movies. So it, it'll be a fun episode, definitely. Stay tuned, guys. Thanks for uh, listening. As always, this has been the StoryWorks Podcast. Episode 9. Cut, bitch. Sayonara. Sayonara.